Hello guys, this is Resroots here. Um, welcome back. It's been a long time since we've been here. It's just been the finals week and everything. So I pray you guys. I hope you guys continue to be patient with us. We have been finishing up our finals week. and But today is I got all the seniors here with me, including myself. So I'm just going to go around and have them introduce themselves. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. No, I'm just joking. Uh, this is Logan. You guys heard me before, but yes, I'm a graduating senior this year. Hey guys, my name is Brina. Um, never been on here before, but nice to meet you guys. Um, from Windrock, I'm um, Navajo, and I graduate soon, very soon. Yeah, wait, Logan, what tribe are you? Oh, yeah, um, I'm Blood from Blue Tribe in Canada. <laughs> Hey yo, I'm Fishy. I'm Yakima from Washington State, not Washington DC. Don't get it mixed up. I will fight you. Um, I'm also a graduating senior, and you know we're all hoping we graduate soon. This podcast is gonna be about um, our reflection here, being here at IBC. Um, a lot of years, blood, sweat, and tears have gone into our IBC career bars. Um, yeah, it's just been, it's been, it's been fun and honoring for me to have these guys and graduate alongside these guys. So I'm gonna be asking them the questions. You're not really gonna be hearing from me a lot. You're gonna hear from them. So I'm pretty sure you guys would like that. Uh, so the first question is, what was your biggest highlight at IBC? I will start. Fishy here. I'm back. Who wants to fight? Just kidding. <laughs> um, I think one of the highlights for me was my sophomore year going on the Northwest tour with some other staff and students. And it was doing 23 stops in 13 days in like five different states. Um, it was so much fun. It was so exhausting. But I was able to build relationships with uh, different students that are still in place today. And I really, really, it's fond memories of that entire trip. Um, That's mine. I think for me, just thinking about it right now, um, there's so many memories that really come to mind. But I think the biggest one was my first year. Um, Along with Fishy, we went on our MIT trip, but my first year we went to Idaho. I think that was one of the biggest highlights for me. In particular, that trip was when I first went on my first admissions trip with our director of admissions. And we went to different churches and kind of different reservations in that, you know, the Idaho area, Coeur d'Alene, kind of all that, all those places. And I think that was the biggest highlight for me because that was the start kind of our our friendship getting close and kind of just that bonding I would say and for me being a part of admissions after that so that that was a good highlight definitely and eating Will's food all of Will's tribal food it was really good I would go serve in Idaho just to eat the food I think for me, one of the highlights, well, it's not really like a specific day and time. I think it was just in general, the community that we had here. Because I remember we used to, 
would go on different drives, especially when COVID started. We would go down to Sedona, to Phoenix, to the Grand Canyon, and just go for drives. I think that was one of my highlights here is just the freedom and the opportunity to hang out with different people at different time and build relationships with them and just laugh and cry and get food and get coffee and go swimming, go shopping. So I think it, it's just the community that IBC has here. Um, it's a huge highlight for me because I never, well, I hardly experienced that before coming to IBC. So that's one of my highlights. And also going to California for the missions immersion trip. That was fun because we got to go to the beach with like 20 other students for a whole day and walk around the pier. And so that was really fun too. I think that was a good highlight. Yeah, I was, like, I was <laughs> able to experience uh, Saboba yeah, because... You missed out. Yeah, it sounded like it was a lot of fun, but I also had a lot of fun in the Northwest tour, getting to know everybody. I think it was funny after the Northwest tour, we were all just tired of each other and talked to each other for a week and being in a van <laughs> constantly. And man, we actually ate a lot of food. Like, I mean, one day we went to Golden Corral twice. It was, it was bad. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of, my kind of date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say my highlight though was probably just my times throughout uh, Mending the Soul. Um, the, not the first one. First one, I was kind of just going through a lot. I just, I had to step back because of the stuff that I was going through. And going into my second year, second, not my second year, my second MTS group, I experienced a lot of like, it was just like a lot of like love, like community. It just really felt really close with each other. And it was just cool having them to, I'm going to be honest, I felt like I was the only one that was crying. You know, I was the only one that was crying a lot in their MTS group. But they were actually willing to come alongside me, put their arms around me, comfort me. And I felt a lot of love, a lot of, like, safety, sharing all these things that I struggled with in my past. So that was probably, like, my biggest highlight. So my next question for all of you is what was your biggest challenge being at IBC? Fishy again. Hello. Don't want to fight anymore. Probably want to cry. So, you know, Will just shared about his highlight um, going through MTS. That is probably one of my challenges um, for me um, because I grew up in a abusive home and I didn't know it was abusive. And it wasn't until, like, my freshman year and going through the SF process for year one, that I didn't realize that my family is pretty messed up. They're mean, they're rude, they're abusive. But, you know, in Native culture, it's it's almost normal. It's viewed as normal. And I didn't know that it was abusive. And it affected how I related to other people. I couldn't respond to people the way that my family responds to me or how I would respond to them. Um, and going through Mending the Soul and Aftercare, um, one of the things that we go through here at IBC is um, the steps to freedom and aftercare. And it's multiple steps to be released from um, any bondage uh, or 
like sin issues or heart issues that are holding you back. And one of the steps is forgiving. And uh, my steps of freedom was about seven hours long, but I spent almost three and a half hours on just step three, which is forgiving my abusers. And it's, it's one of the most encouraging things I've had to go through, but it was so hard to give up the hurt and the pain and the suffering and the heartache and the need for revenge because, you know, when someone hurts you, you want to hurt them back. But that is, uh, I have an act of God who took those feelings away. He made me be at peace. He helped me to find his peace um, and hold on to that these last few years. And I enjoyed it. I hated it in the moment, but years later, I appreciate it. So that was my challenge. It sucked. It really sucked. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, but I think the biggest challenge for me was definitely coming to IBC and leaving my family and leaving my home and leaving my country. Like I said earlier, I was from, I am from Canada and that's my home. That's where my people are. I, I'll just a quick story. I'll tell you kind of my, my process of coming here. I remember, um, applying for the team. And back in the day, we had this old system that was not the system that we use today. I remember that system, it would like send me emails every single day, but it was like mimicking the director of admissions. So when I applied, he, I thought that the director of admissions was like sending me emails every single day. And it was like two or three emails sometimes. And I was thinking, I was like, man, this guy's kind of annoying he must really want me to go to school that bad to send me three emails a day eventually as you can tell I came but it was it was really hard to leave my family to leave the comfort of of Canada and kind of go to you know the states and and be a part of here um there were many spiritual challenges coming almost didn't get on the plane got stopped a lot of the times being here, I was like, you know, God, why am I here? Why did you call me to this place? Why did you call me amongst this tribal group that's really different from my own? So kind of all of those thoughts, plus with people I never met before, a roommate who I didn't know, um, kind of just all of those thoughts were just weighing heavy on me. So I think for me, that was the most challenging part about coming to IBC and definitely allowing people in my life because we're native, we, we try to be all macho, but in reality, we, we need community. So allowing people to be in community with me was a really big challenge at the same time too, but I'm grateful for community now. So if you don't have community, find some community. So thanks, Logan. <laughs> no, but uh, I was actually going to say, I remember your first year, you had a man bun. I did. Nine. Now you're ending with a man bun. Ending with a man bun again. Yes, that's really cool. <laughs> just thought I'd share that. That was my highlight too. <laughs> no, I but uh, I think the biggest challenge for me was also, like same with Logan, I, it was hard for me to leave my family. It was hard to leave home. But I'm going to be honest, too. It took me a while to realize when I left home is something that I really needed. 
I was used to the pain. I was used to the hurt. To me, I thought that was normal for me. Leaving home and coming into a whole new uh, environment, the biggest challenge was these guys were too healthy for me. <laughs> these guys kept asking me, like, Will, you doing okay? Or how you doing? Or, you know, they come into the room, check on me, like, what's up? What you up to? And I'm like, dude, leave me alone. And it's like, yeah, they took me to China Star too. So that's probably why I was angry as well. Um, no. <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I say it was really just challenging because these guys were just, you know, they were asking me how I, was, how I was doing. So at home where I'm from, we don't really ask each other that. We never talked to them. We, we never invaded each other's spaces, did our own thing. So for me coming into the dorm and these guys asking me all the time, how you doing? Well, like. Just like, don't worry about it, you know. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm good. <laughs> get, but that was that was my biggest challenge was the whole transition, the ad- adjusting to this whole new environment for me, and really thankful for the mentors, the leaders at the time because they really actually helped me and walked me through my anger issues because I had a lot of anger issues. It was hard for me to overcome that because, yeah, it's just where I'm from, where I live. We always just fought each other and stayed in our own lane. We did not talk to anybody. So, yeah, that was my biggest challenge. How about you, Brina? Um, I didn't have any challenges. (laughs) Must be nice. (laughs) I uh, graduated uh, without struggles. (laughs) Just all perfect. Yeah. Uh, Christ likeness. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so y'all had challenges. <laughs> um, no, I think coming to IBC, I didn't know what to expect, and I feel like that's kind of the norm. Is you don't know what you're to expect when you come to IBC. But I think looking back, a lot of it was trusting the leaders above me, trusting the authority over me, and submitting to them. Did you look at me like that, of course? Because I was cracking my head. You were like, authority? That's what we try to say. We don't cut Brina off like that. Sorry, Brina, go for it. That's funny. That's fine. But yeah, just trusting the leadership that God had put in my life and submitting to what they've called me to, asking me to do. A lot of it was uh, just believing that they were the bad guys, that they were against me, that they didn't want what was best for me. And so having to overcome that lie and really believe like, okay, they are for me, like them coming alongside me, mentoring me, isn't for their benefit, like they don't get anything out of it. So it was for their, for my benefit that I would grow and, (laughs) yeah, so it was just a challenge to submit uh, and really trust the leadership over me. And there's a whole backstory behind it, so if you want to know more, follow me on Instagram. Brita's going to now start doing her old podcasts on her Instagram. (laughs) Hey, Will, Will. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> so, I was like, why are you asking? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
yeah, no, but thank you guys for all sharing. I uh, appreciate that. And so now my next question was how is your process doing your senior thesis? Uh, now let me tell you guys what the senior thesis is. I feel like they maybe will they will probably explain it better than I can. It's just a really long paper. <laughs> Reflecting your time to IBC, helping you to get ready for your future ministry. And it's just, yeah, it's just basically reflecting. All right, so my senior thesis, it was pretty challenging. I remember starting it in the beginning of March. I was like, oh, this should, like, this should be easy, you know, just reflecting, start sharing my testimony or typing out my testimony, and I started crying. I was like, oh, never mind. It's like, it's like gee, I'm only on page two. I'm already all crying and stuff. So, but we actually just... After doing it all and just reading the whole final product of my paper, I'm just really amazed on seeing how God really moved throughout my time here at IBC. And it was probably, the, yeah, it is the biggest paper i ever done. <laughs> um, but these guys did a lot more than I did. They'll share about that. But, yeah, that was my process to go on, or doing the senior thesis paper. So... I did beat the record of longest paper this year, and I'm really proud of it, <laughs> to be honest. How many pages you got? I wrote 39 pages, almost 40, but I ran out of brain power to write that last page. You still don't have it. Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> um, proud of you. Proud of you. No. But in all, in all honesty, this, this paper was really, really hard to write. Um, you know, in our past papers, most of them are, you know, academic and, you know, you're citing facts, you're doing the research, you're doing all that stuff, you know, to, to write an academic paper. But with this paper, it was strictly a reflection paper, a reflection on our whole time here at IBC, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, the victories, uh, the friendships we made, the classes that had the most impact on us. Um, we had to write about our core values, our future plans for ministry, you know, all of that. Um, all of that stuff. Um, you guys got to listen to me now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, to be honest, again, saying writing this paper was really, really hard. I really wanted to give up a lot of times writing it. And spiritual warfare is real <laughs> we all know that but i felt like it really amped up while writing this paper um because a lot of insecurities about myself when i was writing came up a lot of um thoughts in my mind is like oh you can't write this you know you're not smart enough to write this you don't have any good ideas you know all these thoughts kept coming into mind into my mind so it was really challenging i should say and um, a lot of the times I would just sit there and just stare at my computer and I'm like, I don't know what to write next. But with perseverance, I finished it. Um, and I, I think I did a good job. I don't know. It hasn't been graded yet. Could all be heresy. But um, <laughs> but I think I, I feel very confident that I wrote a good paper. It, it was the longest paper I've ever written in my life. Um, 
But at the same time, too, I'm really proud of writing this paper because it was a good, again, like I said, a good reflection of just my time here at IBC. And especially for those who really poured into me um, and poured into my life and came alongside me in my journey and my healing process. Uh, I do thank you guys for that. And I do thank the school for that as well. So praise God. I'm done with it. Like really praise God. Like fall on my knees, praise God. I'm done with this paper because it was literally a thorn in my side. When Paul was talking about that thorn, I felt it during writing this paper. So, (laughs) so, but it's out now. I got the pliers and plucked out that thorn this morning. Still have a bandit on it. I thought you were going to start preaching, Logan. I was like, dang, expository preaching. Yeah. (laughs) You guys can leave the room now. I was like, we'll end it now. Thank you guys for joining. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> turn to your Bible. <laughs> so open up your Bibles and turn to, what is that? What is that? Um, what book is that? Timothy? I don't know. Something not Paul, yeah. though. <laughs> it's one of Paul's. Yeah. So, we're seniors, though. We don't remember everything. <laughs> As you can we're also tired. Yeah. We're super tired. All right, so what about you, Fishing or Rena? Hi. Like Will, I started my senior thesis in March because I wanted to get a head start. I wanted to see what it, what my thought process was going to be like going into it. And I still did mine from an academic standpoint. It's like he gave us an outline and I was hit all those points and... I don't know. Logan, I think you read a really good paper from what you shared in chapel today. So I was encouraged. Um, I surprised myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But (laughs) same thing as Will, only it wasn't on the second page. It was like on the third time I tried to finish my paper. It's like I couldn't do it. Like I didn't want to do it. more so on the fact that it's my last paper. It's my last assignment, almost, um, as a student at IBC. It's, uh, it's like a hammer in the nail of a coffin, hammering a nail in a coffin, lid of a coffin. Um, and it made me really sad because I'm like, this is, this is it. I'm done after this. The heck am I gonna do? Adult? Get an apartment? Do something about mortgage? I don't even know what mortgage is. Um, grow up. Step out of the safety bubble that IBC is. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, but then like getting into my paper some more, I hit some really hard stuff. Like Logan said, it's really personalized. It's our personal journey through IBC with that's based on the people that we interacted with in the classroom, through SF, through uh, just relationships outside of the classroom, through ministries that we've all worked with because we all work in different types of things. Our shapes are different. And it was really cool to hear my brothers and sisters share a part of their paper this morning. So I was like, dang, that is them. I didn't know they could sound so smart. My paper just sounds so basic. (laughs) 
But um, I finished it, and I I think I only told Will. It's like I was freaking out because I sent it to him like right after I submitted it. I was like, I submitted my paper. <laughs> I'm freaking out, and it's like, did I do a good job? I think I hope I did. I'm not as confident as I was after hearing them share theirs. I was like, oh, theirs is super personal, and mine's like barely scraping the cream of the top of a coffee or something. But um, this was a really good paper to write, to be challenged to write. Um, and it was an encouragement, too, because it's something that we can use to be reminded of our time at IBC. Because I know I'm going to come back to this paper quite a bit in the future, when I step into my future ministry, and be reminded of what God has led me into and out of, what I've walked into myself and my sin and my selfishness and pride and what He led me out of. Um, because he is faithful to me, to my health, and to my growth, as well as the other people here at IBC. So this paper was a really good personalized reflection, I think, for all of us. So it was fun. It was hard. Sad. I'm done. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Fishy, Logan, Will. <laughs> um... This paper was hard to write. I didn't write 39 pages. I wrote 36 pages. <laughs> she wrote 37 pages. She's just I wrote 36 pages. <laughs> I wrote 36 pages. <laughs> well, I wrote 28. One of those pages is my cover page. It's not that count. Well, technically, one of them was mine, too. <laughs> 38. <laughs> So the longest. Well, anyways, we got done. <laughs> so in my 36 pages, just kidding. Now, um, well, my intentions were to start on it early, and I did start on it early, but then life happens, and I didn't finish it until last night at midnight, actually, so I submitted it. <laughs> um, I didn't... It was neat because a lot of the thoughts just kind of came out. Like, I didn't have to process a lot of it. It just was flowed out. Um, I think it, it was just a matter of choosing what to say and what I felt like should be said. Um, it, it really does feel surreal. Like, it... I can't believe I'm graduating because there are many days when I wanted to leave IBC. Um, there are many uh, things that happened during my time here that just was like, all right, I'm done. I'm leaving. I can't do this anymore. And so to actually be sitting here and <clears throat> prepare for graduation and finish my senior thesis, it just still feels surreal. Um, but IBC for me has been... Uh, family, uh, helping me transform, not just giving me head knowledge, but transforming my heart too. And I think a lot of that was seen in my um, character development and really learning how to lay my own desires down for the sake of others are really being 
less selfish and more selfless, and I still struggle with that, but I think a lot of people can testify that I've grown in that area, so for that, I'm really thankful for IBC. Um, but my process through the senior thesis was just, it was, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It was indescribable. <laughs> basically the word I can use is it's indescribable. Honestly, you just have to do it yourself to know and understand, uh, where we're coming from. And I really hope that there are a lot of more, a lot more students out there who will get to experience writing their senior thesis someday. Um, but yeah, it was a lot to write and um, sorry. <laughs> I just am thankful for IBC and everyone here who has poured into my life everyone who's encouraged me to stay and persevere and stay committed to what God called me to, not just to please people, but really this is what God called me to and being faithful to him first. I'm really thankful for IBC and all of that. I want to add something. <clears throat> no, but it was what, what she was saying earlier too, even with kind of, you know, our biggest struggles of coming to IBC was coming to IBC and, Hearing us say, oh, you know, I was scared to come to IBC. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And then fast forward it to all of our senior years here. It's like, again, we're, we're feeling those same emotions that we felt when coming to IBC. But now we're we're leaving IBC and going in to the world um, to be with people, to preach, teach, and, you know, whatever God has called us. But... I think it's just cool how God uses that. You know, he really goes 360 in in that. You know, it's like coming to IBC, we were scared. Um, we were scared in that worldly worldly way. But here it's like, yeah, we're scared, but we also have that knowledge knowing that God is with us when we leave, that he's already paved the way. So that was just kind of a thought, and I thought that was really cool. Um, just thinking about that, and I'm sure the four of us all feel the same. Um as we did when we first started to now. Yeah. Okay. I think it was just you, Logan. No, it's I see it in all y'all's <laughs> eyes. You all see nothing. I was like, dang, Logan, you just want to start preaching? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no, just Pastor Logan. No, I was kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, I you know, genuinely, from my heart, yeah, it's just really cool. You know, and all of us to see how what God has done in all of our lives. And, yeah, I can also, you know, just like how you said, Logan, because, you yeah, know, there were times, too. Well, actually, I did leave. I did leave. <laughs> I think about it. I left a, I left a semester. Um, you come back. You're just hanging. Yeah. I, it was, let me, let me tell you that story. I don't want to leave you guys hanging on that one. But, uh, Basically, he left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all he needs. Just left. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like, it was actually uh, during On Eagle's Wings in 2019. I got a lot of messages from my family. Guilt tripping the heck out of me. Uh, cornered me. And I immediately just told him, like, okay, I'll stay. I'll stay home. And, 
yeah, I got cornered. And I remember that day going out to the Hopi event, you know, we're out in Hopi and some students were there and then our Dean of Women, Kareen, was there. And she was, she came out to visit all of us. And the students yelled out to Kareen, like, hey, tell Will to come back. He said he's not coming back. And like Kareen gave me that mom, that mom eye, like, what? And you know, she like, just like looked at me really angry. And then, uh, yeah, she was like, why would you, why would God call you to start something and not finish it? And then she walked away. I felt really ashamed. I was like, oh man, what the heck? That night too, uh, Logan had a very bad nightmare. Um, and then, uh, I think Logan was upset with me because I was still asleep when he was, I had this nightmare and I was laying right next to him. <laughs> um, not trying to make fun of you or anything, but yeah, it was that same night and I noticed that you were going through some, through some, but in my shame and my guilt, I felt like you were mad at me too because I think maybe someone told you that I wasn't coming back. I eventually told you when we went to El Nathan. Came home, it was probably the darkest time I ever had in my life. I didn't think I was ever gonna come back. There was a lot of people that was actually still contacting me from IBC and OEW, but it was just my shame. My shame was like, stay away from me. You know, I just, yeah, I just didn't really contact people back or text them back, call them back. And then, yeah, it was probably the lowest moment that I ever had in my life. And coming back to IBC, like they say, the door is always open. You know, they say the door is always open here to IBC. And the door was open for me. And God led me back here to come back to IBC. I think that's what made me appreciate everything that goes on here at IBC. Because at home, like how I said before, everyone stays to their own lane. No one talks to each other. No one asks each other how we're doing. When I was home, I've been wanted to, I wanted them to ask me how I'm doing. You know, I was like just waiting. <laughs> when I was home, none of that happened. And when I was like, I just remember one time, all you guys were at kickoff camp out, and that was so depressing for me. I was watching all the stories and. Yeah, I was like, I should be there. That was my best where everything got dark for me. And then, so what I'm trying to say is when I when I, was, I had nothing at home and it made me realize that I really didn't appreciate appreciate everything that was going on here at ABC. So when I came back, I came with that intention. Like, I want to take my classes serious. I want to dive in more on SF. I want to build more friendships, relationships with everybody. So that was my little take on why I went home. <laughs> so, but in a way, I did say, yeah, I'm not coming back. But yeah, I was. I kept saying, oh, God's calling me home. But deep down, I was guilt trip going home. That was my. That was like, yeah. Ever since then, though, that was like my biggest. That was my like my whole turning point, and everything. It was like my big growth spur, I guess you could say. I was just woke after that. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that uh, verse in Genesis that says whatever um, 
was meant for evil, God used for good. And so just the fact that, you know, you did go home for not godly reasons, but God still used that to help you pursue what he called you here and to really take it serious. So that's cool too. Thanks, Rena. Yeah, so there it's IBC and this goes for everyone too is the seniors here, you know, God really just this is the biggest thing you hear from all of us, you know, God's really transforming our lives here. So my next question, the last question, because if you were able to see all of them, they're really tired, <laughs> including myself. So <laughs> this is the last question. So we're almost done. I'm sorry, guys. There's someone out there that is probably curious about IBC or they're considering going to IBC. So my question is, why should you go to IBC? Logan's a recruiter, so I have him go first. Ladies go first. Elders first. Uh, Elders yeah, first. You actually pull the card out this all the time. Okay, that's true. Grandpa over there. <laughs> <laughs> I would say we're in Blackfoot, but my family would make fun of me, so I'm not going to. <laughs> Um, why you should come to IBC? That's a good question. Definitely the community. Um, we as indigenous people, uh, First Nations, Native Americans, you know, our tribes are very communal tribes. We, you know, back in, back in the day, you know, our tribes, depending on what tribe you were, some of them, you know, moved from different places. Some of them stayed, but, um... We, we all stayed in the community. That is biblical. If you if you look at it, if you really look at the scripture, it's that, you know, it's demonstrated to us through the 12. Um, wait, let's, let's fast. Let's rewind. It's demonstrated, demonstrated through us by the Trinity. Anyway, it's demonstrated by through us by the Trinity. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I lost my thought. <laughs> Earlier when I was reading my paper, there were some big words in there and I was like, what did I write? I can't even, and it was spelled correctly. I just couldn't read it. So I was like, too academic for myself. <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> anyway, community. Why you should come to IBC? It's because of the community. Uh, we see it with God and the Trinity. You know, he demonstrates that community amongst the three. We also see it in Jesus and the way he does relationships. You know, first he had the community with the 12. And then in that 12, he had the community with the three. And he really poured into that. And... Here at IBC, it's we all are a part of a community. You know, it may be uncomfortable at first, you know, like how Will said earlier, you know, you're all up in my business and why are people asking me how I'm doing? But that's because we want to be in that relationship with you. We want to be in community. So, you know, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like you're lost or nobody understands you, uh, come to IBC because... Here, the school will understand you. The school will come alongside you and walk that journey with you. 
they will make it their full intent to heal you, to help you understand your past, um, help you to recognize that your past happened, but not to live in your past, but to grow from your past and to use your past to further the advancement of the kingdom um, for others. So I think, again, I think community is really, really key in healthy relationships um, towards others and especially towards God. So I think that's why you should come to IBC. Plus we're cheap, you know, <laughs> we're really cheap. Compared to other colleges, we're we're pretty cheap. And we have, you know, we're fully accredited now. You can get FAFSA. If you're Navajo, you can get the Navajo Scholarship. Um, other tribes, I don't know. But <laughs> if you're Navajo, <laughs> you can get the Navajo Scholarship. If you're, if you're from my tribe, our tribe will help you out too. So I'll, I'll send you the link if you need that link. <laughs> so thanks, Logan. Appreciate that. I think why you should come to IVC is that IVC doesn't tell you what to think, but how to think. I feel like a lot of schools do that. Um, like they just tell you, do this, do that, do, you know, but IVC just helps you to how to think and how to process, do things. And just like how Logan said, door is always open. People, when you, when you, like when you fall into sin or, you know, there's whatever happens, they don't kick you out. They will walk you through your brokenness. And I know that may sound scary, you know, like IBC is more than willing to they'll go all the way for you to help you grow, to help you become a better, you know, godly man or a better godly woman. And as IBC says, training up, uh, training Native leaders not to be the mission, <laughs> the mission field, but to be the mission force. Yeah, see, Logan knows it more than I do, but <laughs> I'm not the recruiter. I'm the student. <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's what is. We're being trained, you know, we're being, we're walking in, we're healing and walking in freedom. So now we got all this stuff that we got from IBC and then what IBC wants us to do is now go out, do the same thing, go and make disciples and share the love of Christ, walk people, walk with people through their brokenness and help them walk in freedom. Because you know the saying, hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people. So yeah, that's, I say if you want, you know, that's why you should come to IBC. It's just they teach you what to think. Or no, they don't teach you what to think. Sorry. <laughs> they teach you how to think, not what to think. So I think that's one of my biggest takeaways. Honestly, there are a lot of different reasons why you should come to IBC. But I think my biggest reason is that if you're living on the reservation right now, they have nothing else to offer you. So if you're, you know, if you're in a healthy church and if you're in a healthy community, don't leave that. <laughs> if the Lord's calling you there, stay. But if you really are just living on a reservation, doing nothing, um, scrolling on social media all day, 
hanging out with different people, people who aren't helping you grow, I think that it's time to just make that choice for yourself and decide to come to IBC. Um, mainly because, you know, you were created for a purpose, you have significance, you have worth, you have value, you have something to offer to the world, and IBC can really help you uh, discern and learn and develop that so that you're able to go back to your people, go back to your reservations, go to another tribe, or to another people group, and across the seas and really apply um, what we've been learning here and really just learn about who you are in Christ and live that out wherever God places you. But if you're, honestly, if you're doing that back home, um, if you're back home not doing anything, then nothing is really going to change. Um, I think another thing, too, is I've, I've gone to a different college. I've gone to Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, and it was a really neat experience. That's actually where I met Jesus. But I I like that the school here, IBC, is really small. It uh, has a very close-knit community where everyone is walking alongside you. And I think it's important to know that IBC is not full of perfect people. Uh, IBC is full of people learning how to walk by grace, learning how to walk in truth, learning how to walk in the freedom that they have. And a lot of us have mistakes. A lot of us still sin. We're not perfect. We didn't, we didn't stop sinning when we got here. And so I think it's important to remember too that IBC is a place where you can be yourself and share those struggles and not be condemned are judged, are neglected. You know, I think a lot of us have experience where we shared our deepest hurts with some of our deepest, our closest friendships, and they've neglected us. They rejected us, but IBC is different. You know, they don't, they don't just kick you out the door. <laughs> they really offer that healing. Um, but again, it's up to you. It's your choice to go through that healing. So you can come, but... Either way, that choice is still yours to grow in Christ, and coming to IBC is one of those steps to take. What they said. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, a lot of follow up on that because they hit on what I wanted to hit. It's if. Native America is traumatized. Um, it's abused and abusive. And it, like Will said, hurt people hurt people. And I was one of those people that was hurting people. And I have found healing. I have found grace. I have found truth. I have found God's faithfulness to me. I know my identity in Christ. I am close to my God, and I can go close to him anytime I want. Not that I do, but that door is open. God meets me where I'm at. IBC meets me where I'm at. Um, the SF process, that's kind of what I was quoting. I didn't realize it. Um, like we all share... We were all in unhealthy places, 
And I know that Native America is in that same place as a whole. But you have four students right now who are going to go out and serve wherever God calls them because we are equipped, <laughs> nervous, um, anxious, but we're trained and we have a godly confidence that God is going to use our hurts, our trauma, our pain, our healing, the grace that we've been given, the mercy we've been shown, and give it to our people, give it to the communities that we're going to go serve. And we're hoping it's one of you um, and that you desire that for yourself because that is my desire for my people when forever God calls me. It's like I want Native America to be healthy. I want them to stop being toxic. I want them to stop being hurtful. I want them to grow and not be pockets of poverty anymore. And I don't know. I feel like that's something that has grown on my heart in the last few months, actually. So I want my people, I want all of people, I want all of God's people to be healthy. And I hope that you desire that too. Because um, it's hard to get healthy and it's just as hard to stay healthy. Um, but IBC can help with that. You could be hurting, you could be in pain, you could be, as they said, misunderstood. Um, but here there is no shame. There is no reluctance to be in friendship with you. <laughs> Will's right. When first your freshman year, they're in your face. They're checking on you. That was me. I didn't like nobody, nobody. I didn't want anyone to know me. And now I'm like all in your face. Like, how are you doing? I'm one of those people now. What Fred and Sam and... Jamie and Amanda, like my former seniors, what they were to me is what I'm hoping to be or have been to the girls that are in the dorm now. Um, so if you want to be healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all the other Lees, forgot them all right now because I'm tired. <laughs> like come to IBC. There's nothing you can do that would scare us off, scare them off, scare us off. Mm. And we'll walk with you. They will hold your hand through the toughest times of your life, reflecting on the toughest times of your life, because I've needed that. And I wouldn't be where I am right now if I didn't have that. So commit. To being healthy, you don't even have to come to IBC, you just get to know some of us and hopefully we grow that desire in you to come to IBC. I was making a joke earlier when Will asked these questions, he sent these questions and I was joking, I was like, don't, don't come, it's, it's, not, it's, it's a struggle, it's a struggle. But, no, I'm kidding, but it is, it's fun. It's a fun challenge. Not just for you, but for everyone. I would not trade my five years of suffering and 
crying and <laughs> yeah, I would not trade them for anything. I have a family here that I'm leaving in three days, four days. I'm not ready, but I'm ready. Thank you, guys. Um, Logan, thank you, Logan. Thank you, Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brina. <laughs> That's one thing I find really cool, too. Say that again, Logan. No. I hear you. <laughs> Logan, do it. No, Just do it, Logan. Logan. Oh. Okay. Um, no, but seriously, thank you guys. I mean, no, you guys are all tired, and your willingness to do this with me means a lot to me. So, something that I thought of, I think it was on, I think it was like Friday or Saturday. I was like, oh man, that'd be cool. This is, yeah, this is something that can really, maybe really help someone, even someone here that is already at IBC, maybe recruit more students. Hopefully, hopefully this did not scare you away. <laughs> All the years, though, it was it was it was worth it. Really, just really thankful for all my brother and my sisters, my brother. <laughs> no, but uh, we're graduating on Saturday, May twenty first at two p.m. So, uh, the link to the video will be in the description. Feel free to watch if you want. Yeah, the link will be easier, Logan. <laughs> or you can just show up. Just show up. Yeah, That's even better. Or even come, come to UBC. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. For us, not Logan. Yeah. Not snacks. Logan. Or snacks. <laughs> I'm a size eight. Shoes. I like Chucks and Vans. Yeah. I don't like turquoise. I like Korean food. Yeah, see? See? Come be homies. Come be bros with us. Yeah. <laughs> All that. You guys got to listen to them. No, but I, I'm going to leave a lot of this in here because we're just really just chilling, just vibing with one another. So it's pretty funny. It's pretty fun. And Logan doing a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> while someone else is talking and being all distracting and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. I like how everybody's talking and they like turned away from me <laughs> as they're talking. <laughs> Whatever. Except Will, he's a crazy. Not even. But anyways, thank anyways. you guys. Thank you guys for joining this podcast. Um, this one is, means a lot to me personally. So hopefully you'll be able to take something away from this. Um, enjoy. Come join us for graduation if you're able to. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. A good name. Shut